five, four, three, two, one, boom, we're live. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We're fucking back. Episode 141 of the G Meeker MMA show. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, after a long ass hiatus. Possibly a couple, two, maybe like two months or so. Two, two months away from the podcasting world, but we haven't gone anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It is beautiful December, not December, excuse me, when, Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018. I don't know where the fuck I got December from. That proves that I have been away for quite some time. It is great to be back. We got a lot of shit to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot of great, we had a lot of exciting things coming up on today's episode of the G Meeker MMA show presented to you by your mama. Just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. But today's lineup, let's read down today's lineup for today's podcast. Obviously, we got UFC 225 coming up, arguably the biggest card of the year. UFC middleweight champion Robert Whitaker takes on number one contender Yoel Romero, who's also coming off a devastating knockout win over the infamous Luke Rockhold. I think it was back at UFC like 221 or something like that. Yeah, UFC 221, I think, was... um, when he stopped Rockhold, I arguably said that second punch as he, the second uppercut punch as, I mean, the uppercut as Luke was going down was harder than the initial punch before that. But we'll talk about what Robert Whitaker taking on Yoel Romero, as well as some exciting recently announced fights, as well as Josie Aldo versus Jeremy Stevens. We talked about that maybe like a little while ago. That's also an um, amazing Amazing fight. It's an interesting fight. I'm curious to see what happens in that fight. And speaking of UFC 225, let's read down the lineup of the fucking stacked card that there is. There's so much great fights on this card. I might even order this one. This is a great fucking card. I can't wait to see this one. It's in Chicago. All right. In the main event, we got Robert Whitaker taking on Yoel Romero in the main event. In the co-main event, we got... Rafael Dos Anjos taking on Colby Covington for the interim UFC welterweight title. Holly Holm returns to 145 to take on UFC's newest and hottest prospect at 145 pounds in the women's division, obviously. Megan Anderson, who has long been tied to Chris Cyborg, who is the Invicta FC's... uh, 145 pound champion made her long way to UFC debut. She was ta- oh, she was slated to fight Chris Cyborg at one time. She was tied to Chris Cyborg at one time, but it didn't happen. But this is a great fight that's going to be happening. Andre Olovsky looks to continue his resurgence in the heavyweight division yet again as he takes on Tai Tuivasa, the man who's famous for the famous shoey the last time we were in Australia. I think it was at UFC 221 as well. I'm not too sure about that. The returning CM Punk, former WWE entertainment wrestler, returns against Mike the Truth Jackson, former former uh no, not former, but professional boxer. He, he still is a professional boxer, but uh, that's going to be an interesting one. I can't wait for that one. And on the to the prelims, Alistair Overeem takes on Curtis Blades. We'll see what Overeem has left in the tank, and we'll see what Overeem has to offer the surging Curtis Blades, who looks to have an impressive win. 
and have an, an, another win in a row over a top contender. You know, his first his first fight was against Mark Hunt. Now he has another chance to show greatness against Alistair Overeem. Claudia Gadelia versus Carla Esparza at 115 pounds. At 145 pounds in the women's in the men's division, excuse me. You got Ricardo Lamas versus Mirsad Bektic. And in the light heavyweight division, both returning to light heavyweight, Rashad Evans versus Anthony Smith. And at ban at flyweight at one in the 125 pound division, we got Sergio Pettis taking on Joseph Benavides and Clay Guida versus Bobby Green at 155 fucking pounds. Good fucking god, it's good be it's good to be back on this episode of the G Meeker MMA show, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's not waste any time. For fuck's sakes, before we get into fight talk, let's talk about that Avengers movie. I thought it perfectly portrayed every single scene that it needed to. Like, you know, I feel that each and every one of the heroes got the necessary screen time that they needed. From the Guardians of the Galaxy to the Avengers. And as well as Iron Man and everyone else. Captain America. Man, Thanos did an excellent job. You know, Josh Brolin did absolutely phenomenal. And and the thing that puzzled me the most is back when the Avengers originally came out, I was psyched about it. I was thrilled. I was excited to watch it and all that. And it's just the fact that the part that they teased Thanos from the beginning was the part that really, I was just like, wow. I was in wow. I was in shock and I was in wow. Like, they, they teased Thanos from the beginning. From the first Avengers, he makes a cameo appearance at the end, as well as in the Age of Ultron. And if you watch the first Guardians of the Galaxy at the end, the end credit scene, he makes his cameo in there as well. So Thanos was a planned villain for, for the Avengers movies at cer a one certain point in time of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So what I've been doing outside of the podcast lately has been, I have been watching a lot of the superhero movies, a lot of the Marvel Cinematic movies from uh, the first Avengers to Incredible Hulk to Iron Man 2 to Iron Man 3 Avengers. I probably watched Avengers Infinity War about six times. And one of the things that puzzled me the most about this was the fact that you know how quickly fucking Thanos was able to get all the infinity stones you know how easily he was able to you know Wanda Maximoff the part when she was going to destroy Vision's uh Vision's uh what's it called uh Soul Stone I think it was a Soul Stone Vision Soul Stone if I'm not correct correct me on it but for Wanda to destroy Vision's Soul Stone possibly retaliated in him possibly dying as well and destroying him which you know at the point in time in the certain situation that they were all in they had to stop Thanos or Thanos was going to get all the infinity stones snap of his finger destroy half of humanity and, and you, you never know who you're going to lose so they had to destroy it they destroy the infinity stone they, they destroy the soul stone Thanos uses the time stone or verse time and then he stops Wanda Wanda destroys the infinity stone destroys a soul stone and he reverses time and stops her from doing that and grabs a uh, soul stone from vision and he grabs all the infinity stones and has all of them thor comes hopefully thor is here to save the day that's not the case then all of a sudden thanos snaps his fingers boom you know guys like um all the guardians of the galaxy except for the raccoon and ex uh everyone else from from quill to Gamora, Groot, and uh, 
Fuck, I forgot his name too. The guy Batista plays. I always forget these names. I'm not too deep in the Guardians of the Galaxy, mainly just the Avengers and Iron Man, because I fuck with Iron Man. Iron Man's like the coolest. And you know, Tony Stark's personality, how he's act how he acts, his sarcasm, his personality, how he gets along with everyone, you know. And he's a badass fighter too. He's real he's real good as well. So, you know, I enjoyed everything in that movie. The part that sucks the most about this whole Avengers thing is we have to wait till next year. Um, May of 2019 part 2 there's been a lot of rumors there's a Captain Marvel movie coming out this July so you know I was asking a couple friends the other day what their opinions on where what their opinions were about this and if it would give us some clues of what could happen in the next part of the Avengers which would be absolutely exciting as well because I can't wait you know I could talk about it day in and day out as well as watching the Black Panther that was a great movie I feel that um I really did portray a lot of the best African-American actors that we have out there. You know, um, um, Chadwick Boseman did an absolutely phenomenal job as well in the Black Panther as well as um, Civil War. He makes his kind of debut in Civil Captain America Civil War as well as Captain America Civil War to the Black Panther to Infinity War, which he has his parts in there as well, too. I was very surprised on them taking out the Black Panther. I mean, but fuck's sake, Stano snaps his fingers. You don't know who's going to go. He's not picking anyone specifically, and which I thought would be cooler if he was had the ability to pick the people that he wanted gone. But, you know, it happens in the comics, and there's a lot of rumors in the comics, you know, from Captain Marvel to uh, Nebula coming back and being and having huge parts in the next Avengers movie which was absolutely very phenomenal as well we'll talk more about the Avengers on the brand new episode of segments that we have coming out later on this week ladies and gentlemen but let's get back to UFC 225 headlined by Robert Whittaker taking on Yoel Romero in in their sixth round this will be the sixth round five more rounds that we get for these two middleweight fighters two middleweight contenders this is a great fight uh also we've got um colby covington versus Rafael dos Anjos. this is one of the most anticipated fights i feel that the ufc could put on for the 170 pound division being the rivalry that these guys have had colby covington being the notorious uh bad guy out there right now he's a poster boy in the ufc for the bad guy he's talked a lot of shit he, he said a lot of different shit about different fighters. Obviously got an altercation with Fabricio Verdum also, who has been notified of potential failed USADA test. Anti-doping agency, United States anti-doping agency. Um, hopefully you get that cleared up because Verdum is a fucking animal. Verdum's one of the best in the world. And to see that happen to him, it really would, would tell a, a bad taste for his career and what he's accomplished in the past uh, few years in the UFC. I mean, we don't know innocent until proven guilty, but other than that, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the return of CM Punk is on this fight card. He's taking on Mike Jackson. Um, Sergio Pettis versus a returning Joseph Benavidez. Um, Curtis Blades versus Alistair Overeem. Clay Guida versus Bobby Green. Claudia Gadelia versus um, uh, Carla Esparza, that's a great fight. I can't wait for that one. I can't wait to see what happens in that contest. It's a great fight. It's a great fight card. We got a lot of excellent fights on this card. Um, who's another one? Another rumored fight that we've been waiting for. Um, ah, Rashad Evans versus Anthony Smith. That was another one as well as Andre Olofsky versus Tai Tuivasa. We'll see if Andre Olofsky can keep the momentum going. As well as um, 
as well as what's another it was another fight it was a particular fight that i've been waiting for ha finally we get the arrival of invicta fc women's featherweight champion megan anderson returning to the ufc officially making her not her return she's making her arrival to the ufc's women's featherweight division to take on the very tough holly holm that will be a great fight. I can't wait for that one. We got UFC 225 is stacked from top to bottom. Now, when it comes to predictions, how do I think this matchup will fare? It's all it all depends on how Robert Whitaker fares from his last uh, his last injury. Obviously, he was injured. He was injured pretty badly, and uh, it wasn't able to make the the walk against Luke Rockhold. Obviously, Yoel Romero filled in for him, got the amazing stoppage win over Luke, and now. We get to see what happens in the rematch. Obviously, the first fight, he blew his knee out, and it wasn't, you know, obviously, he was able to stop all the takedowns of Romero. It was an excellent fight, and he he's as tough as nails, and he, he did everything he was able to do in order to get the job done. You know, Yoel got tired. It was a long fight. It was a, a tough fight for both Whitaker and Romero. I'm curious to see them running back for round six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Hopefully, they go another five rounds because it was an excellent fight, and, um, I'm very excited to see what will happen between these two guys. Um, the return of CM Punk. Am I excited about it? I, I, I'm curious. I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, Mike Jackson's far more experienced than CM Punk. If you heard him on MMA Hour, he has had experience outside of here. You know, not just a professional boxer, but uh, but he is. Um, but he is. You know, had some experience as, in, in the amateur circuit as well. So he's not only just 1-0 and or 0-1 or however you want to call it. He's also had some experience as well. So that's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, CM Punk hasn't been in the UFC for about two years. So I'm curious to see how CM Punk's going to do as well as, um, you know, well, will this be the end? Can CM Punk get a victory? And also, we got some super fights coming up as well. Two, UFC 225 is uh, DC versus, uh, I think it's UFC 226 or UFC 225. Whatever card Stipe and Daniel Cormier is on is, is, is also a phenomenal fight. I can't wait for that one, too. That's going to be an excellent one. Super fights. Daniel Cormier deserves it. Stipe Miocic, obviously, he just broke the heavyweight record for three title defenses in a row. I know three title defenses. We got people at flyweight and middleweight that are defending a, a long amounts of time more than that probably like six six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve for fuck's sake look at look at the career ascension of demetrius johnson look at the status of him i mean that just proves to you how good these heavyweights are i mean these heavyweights with one with one punch it can end with one with one fight can end with one punch that's how crazy these heavyweights are so it's going to be interesting to see ufc 225 it's from chicago there's a lot of hometown heroes on there i know cm punk was one of those guys that you know once ufc made its announcement that they were going to return to chicago they were making their arrival to chicago i know he was one of the guys that opted to be on the card and that was going to be one of the best uh you know returns for CM Punk, obviously, like I said, he's been gone for about two years since losing at UFC like 207 to Mickey Gall. He was obliterated by Mickey Gall, so that should be an excellent one. Um, yeah, that's a, that's great. UFC 225 from Chicago. Don't miss that one. It's going to be a great one. Um, you know, I'm really curious to see how, you know, going back to the main event, I'm really curious to see how Romero 
changes. I mean, Romero's a dangerous fucking guy in general. It doesn't matter what day you have him on. I mean, just the way that he, the way that he fights, the way that he's able to move, the way he's able to explode when he wants to. I mean, he can remain calm the whole time and then it's explode on you. Boom, explode. Then it's over. You know, look what he did, Luke Rockle. That second punch was arguably harder than the first punch originally thrown. So, Romero's a beast of nature. He's a fucking freak of nature. Robert Riddaker's a beast. I can't wait to see this fight. This is going to be an excellent fight. You can catch this live on pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen, as well as... um. As well as all the excellent other fights, you know, for, for real. So I'm not just I'm not just saying this just to say this, but UFC 225 has to be the most anticipated fight card of the year so far. If the UFC has yet to complete another fight card that's as good as UFC 225, I have yet to see it. It's been a long fucking time since I've done a podcast, and uh, it's great to be back, ladies and gentlemen. This is only beginning. You know, the rest of the uh, podcast episodes we're going to do, we're going to talk about the Avengers, you know, talking about that, as well as catching up on everything that's going on. You know, I've just been working on my relationship. Uh, it's been things have been going absolutely amazing with her. Um, just been catching up on superhero movies, been working my ass off, you know, now that we're in kind of a lot better of a spot, you can work at getting the t-shirts done. I know I said this many times, but this is something I've really been wanting to do for quite some time. So I can't wait for that. And we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. A lot of things are, are falling into place and a lot of great things are coming. So we got a great, we got a lot of great stuff coming up, but, uh, last things on this episode of the G Meeker MMA show. This is one of the shorter ones because we're on a time frame. So specifically because i got to run at 542 um and it's 535 right now so we got a few more minutes left on this episode we got to post it submit it and get it out there for all the fans to listen to but um yeah you know for you know a lot of the, uh we just wrapped up we'll just we're just gonna finish it up with the uh, ufc fight night santiago chile chile santiago um originally it was supposed to be headlined by santiago ponzinibo versus camaro usman Damian Maya steps in for the injured Santiago Ponzinibbio. Kamaru Usman takes on Damian Maya, which was a fight, you know, back when Kamaru Usman was kind of making his rise a little bit higher. You know, he was really trying to fight a big name. Damian Maya was surging, you know, potentially fighting for the world title, and what she did, obviously lost to the champion title. And now is on a three-fight losing streak, but he's fighting three of the best guys in the world. From Colby Covington, he's fighting for a world title. Tyron Woodley, who's a world champion, and and um. Kamaru Usman, who has potential to be a world champion as well. So, you know, there's a lot of great things. You know, there's not a lot of things to uh, be disappointed about if you're Damian Maya. Obviously, you know, he's a great fighter. He's, he's, he's done a lot of big things in his career. He's one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners. My top three, Damian Maya, Fabrizio Overdoom, who, <laughs> Jacare Souza. I mean... Look at look at the fantastic career that Damian Maya has had to fighting for a world title in two divisions. You know how hard it is to get there. As well as let's honorable mention. Let's jump into honorable mention real quick before we get out of here. Um, we got to talk about um, the the ascension of Calvin Gaslam. Just getting over and beasting Jacare Souza by split decision. Obviously, it was a split decision, but a lot of people don't agree with the decision. A lot of people thought it was this way. A lot of people thought it was that way. It was a great fight overall. Great fight and. Um, Calvin Gaslam, once again, is showing why he is a potential world champion and should be considered next for a title shot after Robert Whitaker and Yoel Romero square off their beef. Luke Rockhold's moving to light heavyweights coming off of a loss. Potentially, he could be setting, set to fight Alexander Gustafson a little bit later on this year. He's sustained a leg injury, which has pushed him out of action until 
October. So, you know, you can come back in October and fight Luke Rockhold. That would be a great fight. Alexander Gustafson is one of my favorite fighters. You know, if I had to emulate someone, I would emulate Alexander Gustafson because he's one of the best of all time. And I can't wait to see that fight. That's going to be an excellent one. Um, hopefully that happens. But um, as in UFC, we got, um, it's, I think it's June 5th. June 5th. And um, I, I just can't get over how fucking stellar that card is there's so many great fights on that card there's so many great fighters on that card there's so many potential fight of the nights fight of the year candidates on that kind of card so it's an excellent fight card and i can't wait to see it and uh ladies and gentlemen that uh, i think that's gonna be all of it for our episode today that is it for us today ladies and gentlemen i thank you guys for joining us here a little late um it's one of our shorter episodes, but the fact is we were gone for a long-ass time, and now we're making our return, as I say, our, because we're a team, and everyone circulates together in the podcasting world. I can't wait to be back. This is a stellar episode. I can't wait for the next, um, for segments, because we're going to talk a lot more about Avengers, you know, who would win out of Captain America and Tony Stark, my thoughts on Civil War, Avengers Infinity Warfare, and more. There's so much more exciting things to talk about. And it's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. You guys know where to find me at G Meeker MMA on Twitter, as well as Instagram, Facebook.com slash GabyBaby123. If you want to follow me on Snapchat, go ahead at G Meeker um, underscore MMA. And tune in, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week. No, later on this week. Not next week. We'll be back later this week for a new episode of Segments, as well as anything else to follow. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on episode 141. We'll be back later this week. I promise. G-Meeker MMA out, baby.